0: I felt so helpless.
1: I think it's not fair, not at all. Uh, So the idea that you're kind of going to tie these together in a way that potentially discriminates against minorities, I I think it's definitely problematic.
2: No, I, I think it is discrimination.
3: This is Fair and Square, a podcast from Fideras. I'm Ellie House. Have you ever applied for a credit card or a mortgage or even a mobile phone contract? Chances are, the bank or company deciding whether to approve you has looked at your credit score.
1: So a credit score, uh, in like the most simple form, is basically a number that basically everybody in the country has that says how risky lenders should view them.
3: The credit scoring system is complicated and often hard to get your head around. So we'll come back to that later. The important question on the mind of the Federa's team was this. Is there discrimination in UK credit scores? Meet Alicia Carney and Fabiano Farias.
0: My name is Alicia. I am originally from San Francisco in the States, uh, but I moved to London about five years ago.
4: Hi. Hello. My name is Fabiano. Um, I'm a courier driver in London. I'm from Brazil, but i live here for 14 years.
0: So I moved in February 2016, um, which was very cold. And since we don't have winter like that in California, it was a bit of a shock.
4: It's a quite different weather, but I do like the cold weather.
0: I just moved here thinking that I would stay for a year and continue traveling and exploring. But then I ended up loving it. And every year anniversary would come around and I just never felt ready to leave.
4: I wish I could do more for here. I think I could get involved in more things. I cannot vote. I still cannot vote.
3: This is important. Alicia and Fabiano are both immigrants in the UK. They're not on the electoral register and can't vote in most elections. But when they moved here, they didn't think that this would affect them financially.
0: So I never thought that, like pursuing home ownership, would be something that I would ever experience. But with the government um, stamp duty relief scheme, it did present an opportunity for us to kind of like get a little creative on our side financially and we would maybe be able to be in a position to buy a modest house in Walthamstow where I have lived with my British partner for almost four years. We started really gathering our paperwork. I busted out a spreadsheet and was building these different financial models and what could we afford and where can we afford and what's the best investment. And then we found a dream house and um, we could foresee many different milestones and chapters of life ahead of us in this house.
3: And it all came to a crashing stop. Alicia's credit score was, in her words, not good. She and her partner's mortgage application was rejected.
0: And then I looked into the reasons about why my credit score was bad, because I had one credit card, I had been paying it off every single month, I'd never missed a payment. And it was because I wasn't registered on um, the electoral roll.
3: Uh, what, but as an immigrant, I can't register on the electoral roll. The same problem came up for Fabiano when he was trying to get a credit card.
4: When I apply to credit card, they say my score is uh, low. But I need but What I have to do is uh, register to vote so they can check um, who I am, if I'm really who I say I am. I just go home and try to apply for it uh, to register to vote. But then when they get to the point where they ask me what's my migrant status, uh, when I say I'm not an EU citizen or British citizen, I'm not allowed. doesn't matter how long I live here, I'm not allowed.
3: Fabiano and Alicia missed out on their credit card or mortgage because their credit scores were too low, which meant that lenders worried they might not be able to repay the loans. They were both told that this was, at least in part, because they were not on the electoral register. But as immigrants, they cannot register to vote. The team at Fideras wondered, how can this be fair? So we investigated.
1: I'm Paul Vella. Uh, I'm an associate at Fideras. We're an economic consultancy based in London, and we specialise in investigating corporate and financial wrongdoing. I mean, this all kind of started because I kind of in a very vague sense knew that the electoral register impacted your credit score.
3: Let's just make sure that we're all on the same page about this register. I checked in with Phil Thompson at the Electoral Commission, an independent body that oversees elections in the UK.
5: So the electoral register um, is effectively the sort of bedrock of how democracy works in the UK. So you have to be on the register in order to to be able to cast a vote on election day. Um, And the electoral registers are actually all maintained by local authorities in England and Wales um, and other bodies called valuation joint boards in Scotland. Um, And then it can also be accessed by a range of other organisations, some of which are public bodies like the statistical uh, agencies, the Office for National Statistics, um, and some are organisations like the credit reference agencies that use it for doing credit checks.
3: Thanks, Phil. Over to you, Paul.
5: I ended up talking
1: about some of my friends who were not eligible to vote, and they were sort of moaning about it. And like one of them recently had been like trying to get a flat, and he has a really good credit score, great credit history, but like they were kind of flagging him up because uh, he had like just below the, like the top band and they were saying like well why don't you have a better credit score And he was like well I, I can't I'm, I'm not on the electoral register and I can't be on the electoral register um, And so that kind of was stewing in my head for a bit and then eventually sort of clicked well you know maybe this is not just a, a dumb practice but also a, a discriminatory practice.
3: So why might this be discrimination?
1: Well there's sort of two reasons one is that I mean some people even if they were the most trustworthy people you've ever known, um, can't be on the electoral register because they um, are foreign nationals. The other issue is that in the UK, uh, certain groups of the population are a lot more likely to be properly and fully registered than other groups of the population. So, you know, if you're white, you have a pretty strong chance of being on the electoral register in the UK. However, um kind of ethnic minorities are a lot less likely to be fully or properly registered on the electoral register. And it turns out the Electoral Commission does pretty detailed studies on this. So
5: the Commission carries out uh, periodic research looking at effectively who is and isn't registered. And what we're really looking at is whether people are correctly registered at their current address that they're living at. So is their name that's on the register right? And is it at the right address? And effectively, that means if they turned up to a polling station uh, where they expected to be able to vote, would they be able to vote?
3: Phil says that the Electoral Commission finds pretty consistent patterns.
5: Younger age groups are less likely to be registered. Uh, People who have lived at an address for less time are less likely to be registered. Um, And also, there is a definite effect between uh, different ethnicities and also different nationalities. So um, EU citizens, for example, are less likely to be registered than UK citizens. Um, people from uh, black and minority ethnic backgrounds are less likely to be registered than people from a white background.
3: Paul and the Federa's team did some research and calculated that not being on the electoral register is likely to lower your credit score by 30 to 50 points.
1: Which, you know, I mean, it's not an insane amount. Um But that's also definitely enough to have a significant effect on you financially over your lifespan.
3: It's estimated that this could cost £17,000 over a borrower's lifetime.
1: Imagine like you get a mortgage with 1% greater interest rate because you're not on the electoral register. I mean, that can add up to uh, tens of thousands of pounds over the course of your life. So, you know, while it kind of seems like a few random numbers, with the way interest compounds, I mean, over somebody's lifetime, it can really mean a huge amount of money.
3: So why do credit ratings agencies look at the electoral register at all? It doesn't happen in most other countries.
1: There's a couple of different ways you can calculate credit scores. Um, in the United States, there's something called FICO, which is um, used for like 99% of uh, credit transactions, um, whereas in the UK, each of the credit bureaus, which are these companies that basically collect all of your information, calculate their own version of a credit score. So
3: So all of the big UK credit ratings companies, Equifax, Experian and TransUnion, have their own form of credit score, but each of them uses the electoral register. I got on the phone with James Jones, head of consumer affairs at Experian, to ask why.
6: Well we include electoral register information on people's credit reports because basically it helps lenders when they carry out a credit check to to quickly and easily confirm the name and address, and also the approximate dates of residence of the vast majority of people applying for credit, the information we provide, you know, does provide other opportunities for lenders to confirm someone's um, details and their identity, such as you know the existence of a of a current account, for example. But but many many lenders do use the uh, the appearance of electoral register information to give them confidence that the customer, um, you know, is who they say they are.
3: So the first reason why these credit scoring companies use the Electoral Register is to prove people are who they say they are. But as James just said, there are other ways to verify someone's identity.
1: For example, if you say I'm Paul Vella and uh, I've got a bank account with Santander and they kind of know your credit history and banking with Santander, then they can be pretty sure that you are who you say you are.
6: Now, the credit reference agencies do recognise that not everyone is registered to vote for a variety of reasons. So we do actually issue guidance to help people in those situations. So, for example, what you can do is is, um, add a a written note called a notice of correction to your own credit report. If you're not registered to vote and you wish to explain to a lender at the point the application is being processed, um, maybe why that's the case. Uh, and offer, for example, alternative proofs of name and address um, to to basically bring that to the the lender's attention.
3: This is what Alicia did, but only after she'd already lost out on a mortgage for her dream house. She was surprised that this step wasn't taken automatically.
0: What's frustrating is that
3: if they have
0: everything else that they know about me, how did they not know that I'm just on a visa and to automatically discount that?
3: We know that the electoral register is used to prove someone's identity, along with several other data sources. Whatever the issues with this, it doesn't explain why registering to vote can boost your credit score by up to 50 points. You either are who you say you are or you're not. It's not a sliding scale. But there is a second element to this which can often get confused. In a credit report, which is all of the information sent to a lender by a company like Experian, there are multiple sections. Identity verification is one part. Credit risk and the scorecard assigned to this is a separate part of the report. And the electoral register is used here too, but in a different way.
6: Now within that um, credit scorecard, um, we do give uh, registration on the electoral roll at your current address um, a small amount of positive points because it, it does statistically uh, sort of correlate with lower credit risk. I think on a scale of, our scores run on the scale of 0 to 999, um, electoral roll registration would uh, gain, uh, I think it's um, approaching 50 points on the Experian credit score.
3: What does this actually mean? According to Experian, people who are on the electoral register are a statistically lower risk. So there is a correlation between people repaying credit on time and people being registered to vote. This doesn't mean that being on the electoral register makes you better at paying debt. It's just data scientists looking at broad trends over millions of people in the UK. The question remains, is this fair?
2: No I, I think it is discrimination when you're someone that gets rejected from an application it's one it's a bit demoralizing because you are a hard worker you are someone that is fully paying your taxes and contributing to, to UK society in, in that sense so so when you're rejected because of, of a reason that you can't be on the electoral register for example can be can, could be quite sad to people yeah.
3: Lara Parizotto is the co-manager of the Young Europeans Network,
2: a youth wing of the EU citizens charity called The Three Million. We did voter registration campaigns in places like Peterborough, Corby and Northampton. We went to local shops, like European shops or Polish, Romanian. There are quite a lot of them in these areas.
3: Lara and her campaign team would try to get people to register to vote, saying that it will give them a voice in their local politics. But she often found that mentioning the credit score boost which comes with registering to vote would be more persuasive.
2: I remember that when we were in one of the shops, someone overheard us having a conversation with this uh, EU citizen who could register to vote. And they asked me, oh, can I do it as well? So I asked them, where are you from? What's your nationality? And they said that they were Kurdish. And then I said, oh, unless you have a dual British or European citizenship, you, you won't be able to. And and this man was, was quite upset. He was like, oh, how can I not be able to improve my credit score if, if my colleague here is allowed to? It is quite upsetting, especially because migrants are, already have such a tough time with a lot of things in the UK. Um, and being prevented from accessing other services, other services that depend on your financial score, is just an, an added barrier on your day-to-day life in the UK.
3: This is how Alicia and Fabiano felt too. I was hoping that
0: my contributions to the economy and my national, like the taxes that I pay, and I was hoping that that type of stuff would count towards this absence of electoral roll registration. Like, if I could vote in elections, I would. And it's just really, really frustrating to feel like you're downgraded or devalued as a member of the UK population.
4: In my case, I'm here for 14 years, isn't it? Why why my credit never get the 100% one, the top one? I think it's not fair,
6: not at all. I mean, I'm, look, I'm always sad to hear if someone's had an issue with a, with a credit report or with a credit application.
3: James Jones from Experian.
6: But, you know, we, we do take information on credit reports from hundreds of different sources so I'd argue that you know sort of missing um, one or more of those pieces of information shouldn't necessarily have a you know a material impact on someone's um, credit score whoever calculates it and certainly shouldn't disqualify anyone from from getting great credit or, or even getting a great credit score.
3: A spokesperson for TransUnion told us a similar thing They said TransUnion provides objective data to lenders to help them make informed decisions. This reduces the risk of human bias in the underwriting process and each finance provider has their own policies when it comes to how they use the credit score. They also said being on the electoral register is important for those that are eligible, but there are plenty of other things you can do as well.
1: The point is that we do have a problem where uh, protected groups of the population suffer disadvantages that um, others don't. And the point of the discrimination law is to try to rectify those and bring about a more equal playing field. And so in, in this case, one way that you could bring about a more equal playing field in credit markets is by just not looking at the electoral register.
3: A pretty simple solution, Paul says, and one that might help people like Alicia and Fabiano get that credit card, sign a phone contract or secure that dream house.
0: I felt so helpless. like
3: as someone who's
0: immigrated to the country, you already feel a little bit like isolated. And I love my life here. And I do feel like accepted and integrated now, but like something like that just feels really ostracizing and unwelcoming, um, but also just really powerless.